I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting technique, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 136. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Mother Mother. The indie rock band from Canada recently released the deluxe version of their eighth studio record, entitled Inside. In today's episode, we're speaking with frontman Ryan Goldemon about the band's longevity, the power of TikTok, and we discuss Aussie singer Julia Jacklin. Here we go. Our guest today is the frontman for one of the most well-known indie rock bands in Canada. Having recently celebrated 17 years together as a band, the group are continuing to see their popularity explode and recently released the deluxe version of their eighth studio record, Inside. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, from the band Mother Mother, Ryan Goldemon. Good afternoon. How are we? I'm great. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you, Ryan. Um, yeah, thank you again for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, my absolute pleasure. It's, um, it's a very exciting time for yourself and the rest of Mother Mother at the moment, I feel like there's um there's quite a bit going on in in the in the land of the band. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, more than ever, lots of new music, lots of touring, lots of creativity in the air. Uh, it's a really it's a really great time for us. At the moment, the band is celebrating. You've recently released a deluxe version of your most recent studio record, Inside, which um has definitely kind of struck a, a, a new nerve, I would say, um, in terms of fans and, and people uh, around the world kind of resonating with it. What's that feeling been like seeing this kind of album take on a, a new life of its own? It's lovely, you know. It's nice to live in a time where the album cycle doesn't exhaust itself so quickly. <laughs> you You can, you know, kind of pepper the cycle with new music and keep breathing life into it. And um, we were very happy with this sort of extension batch of songs that made up the deluxe Hayloft 2, very exciting release. And it's always, you know, it's always what you want to feel passionate about what you do and then share it and to feel that uh, passion reciprocated. So, yeah, we couldn't be happier. Yeah, of course. I imagine that um, for yourselves, mother, mother, aunt, um, you know, another kind of, not that mother, mother, aren't a overnight kind of sensation, uh, anything like that. You guys have kind of been like slogging it out, like doing like the hard yards as a band since I think 2005 or so. 
Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, I think this year, 2022, is our 17th year as a band. And um, I think this week is the 15th anniversary of our official first album. So, yeah, we've been at it for a while. (laughs) Uh, When you first started the band, what was the initial intention um, in, I guess, writing those songs? So I think it started out as an acoustic trio. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. We only know so much as that. We we really loved the songs. We felt like they had a lot of life, a lot of originality, and we were just excited to share them in whatever capacity we could. And we were very naive, very novice, so we didn't, you know, understand the industry. But we knew we wanted to connect via these songs, and so that began with open mics, opening for bands. Um, you know, which then escalated to playing our own kind of hard ticket shows in the city. And then that uh, escalated to going on our own little mini tours in Canada. Um, And, you know, whatever we did, wherever we went, it seemed like whether it was, you know, large or small people were connecting with, with the sound and that just kind of propelled us along the way. I can very much kind of understand. I feel that when listening to some of the band's earlier work, there is like a, actually it's still, what I was very impressed with um, when kind of covering the discography of the band was that you guys still seem to have an energy about you and about the music that doesn't seem to have kind of waned over those uh, 15 to 17 years or so. Um, in that it still sounds like there's still a, a fire in the band and there's still like kind of a bit of, uh, yeah, that, that drive that, that you guys really do enjoy making the kind of music that you make. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's true. You know, like the creative process still um, is, is very enrapturing to, to me in the band. I, I find songwriting just as compelling and, and torturing and exciting as um, it's always been. Yeah, of course. The um, the new record was uh, inside was being recorded in the middle, I believe, of about 2020 when um, some of your older songs from, uh, I believe it's Oh My Love from 2008, kind of hit it big on TikTok, if you will, or kind of had a bit of resurgence. What was that? experience like especially because these songs have been out in in the public stratosphere for you know a number of years and then they've just kind of come back around it was very bizarre um it felt kind of magical and um very unexpected and as we um as we ascertained what was going on it, it was almost as though we were kind of looking in on an alternate reality, you know, via TikTok, which was a an environment that we were foreign to. And, you know, these are songs that you move on from. You almost kind of forget because they're over a decade old. And here they are living and breathing um, in in the current moment and very much new to all these people. And um, that made it new to us again. That kind of rekindled the relationship with this new music, or sorry, with this with this old music, 
So it's kind of like a lot of nostalgia, a lot of remembering like, oh yeah, that, that was great. Oh yeah. Like we did do something special. Um, so it was a very special time to, to walk into this strange gift, you know, from the universe. (laughs) Of course. Um, I imagine like when you are in the studio for a new record and something like this kind of happens where, uh, like a, a number of tracks from your, your previous work kind of blow up. Is there an element of, um, part of my language, but is there an element of like, oh shit, we, sh- we could, we should revisit that or we were ahead of our time or anything like that? Well, like we were lucky that the album that we were making, um, w- that process was uh, ignorant to the success that was happening <laughs> on, on TikTok. And so, you know, it was unpolluted by that pressure. Um, and I think that pressure, you know, could, could impede an album um, for sure. But uh, yeah, so we were lucky. We kind of escaped it. The timing worked out. But then, you know, we did, we did consider how the old sound was connecting when we made our deluxe extension. And, and certainly that fueled the creativity, but not in a way where we were trying to recreate or we were worried that, you know, we, we didn't have it anymore. It was like we were granted permission to kind of go down the portal of nostalgia and, and recall um, an old aesthetic and to see if, you know, we could bring it into the here and the now it was, it was nothing but um, a fun and exciting creative proposition to, to try to pay homage to the old days with writing some new songs in that vein. Yeah, of course. I imagine that um, it is a, quite an interesting experience. I, I know on the deluxe version there is Hayloft 2, which is kind of like a, a I don't want to say a sequel, like a, a, a connection to a previous track on, on one of those earlier records. When you are, as you said, kind of like going back and paying homage to to that kind of work, does that process of songwriting change to how you would usually approach, I guess, your usual kind of uh, <laughs> creating music? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, first of all, it totally is a sequel, um, 100%. So that's that's the perfect term. Um, and I mean, it, it's kind of like saying, would you write the songs the way you're writing now if what happened before didn't happen and if something else happened it's sort of like everything that happens prior to this moment informs how we negotiate this moment um whether or not it's it's songwriting or or living life in any different facet um but certainly it informed you know how could it not um and but it 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 informed the process in a really healthy inspiring way it it opened it up because i mean that that old music like it was it was benefited by our ignorance you know like we did, we hadn't put out music that had failed to know what not to do you know so we we just thought anything goes you know it's like let's just do what feels good and if that's a song that has a zany arrangement with two bridges that's wordy, big words, you know, 
then so be it. If it feels good, so be it. Cause we don't know any better otherwise. Um, and so we were reminded that you're allowed to do that any point of the way, even if you are beholden to the knowledge of the industry, um, there are no rules. So it was, it was, it was empowering, I think, to, to harness that old energy more than anything. That's very cool. I think, um, as I mentioned before, it does seem like there is a. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, for lack of a better term, yeah, fire within the band that doesn't seem, I feel like some bands that are together for more than 10 or 15 years that, that you can kind of see a, not a slump. I feel like that's insulting, but you know, like a, a decline. And I feel like that fire hasn't been lost with, within mother, mother. This music is still, um, kind of the same energy of the same, um, spirituality in a way almost. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the band has been, um, I, know, I believe that you were meant to be in Europe at the moment, but I know that you have been kind of on tour over the last number of months, if I'm correct. Yeah. We, yeah. We had to move our European date, still working on that, but we were just in America touring all across that country. What was which it? Which was great. Yeah. What was it like being, um, after, especially after the last two years. And I know, um, some of the bands and artists we've spoken with in Canada have, uh, has spoken about lockdowns and things like that. What was it like finally being able to play some shows? It was crazy on so many different levels. Um, it was just weird to be out there in the world, transient, interacting with <laughs> all this human energy after two years of, you know, this, um, caution around cross pollination. And, um, so that was just kind of weird, um, but also exciting. And then, you know, these fans, these new fans that we were playing to were so young. It was like, you know, a thousand mostly teenagers every night who had never seen the band for the first time. Um, then, you know, up until that point, we had gotten used to going to different markets and building a rapport, a relationship with existing fans that, you know, show after show year after year, they would come back and that, that relationship would deepen. And this was like initiation. This was like the first <laughs> impression every night we it was just so foreign for us to kind of undergo that that new energetic exchange with a brand new audience um 
which, you know, kept us on our toes. It was like we really had to deliver and and make it worth their, you know, their ticket that they took a chance on not having seen the band before. 100%. I was, I was going to ask, because for a few bands we've found, um, and, and a number of these have been newer bands or uh, like up-and-coming bands where they've had a smaller audience and then uh, throughout the pandemic, the audience has grown and then when they've been able to play shows, it's a different audience. And I imagine for yourselves, already being a big established band and then having that extra kind of kick, it's, it's a whole different ball game of um, when you return to the stage. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it has been. It's been. Like the demographic's different. Everybody is seeing the band for the first time. You know, we would ask the question at one point of the show, you know, who, who here is checking this out for the first time? And like, it just, it just looked like every hand in the venue went up. Um, you know, that wasn't the case. Then, then we would say like, who here is coming back? And, you know, there'd be like <laughs> four hands and it's like, this is wild. Um, so yeah, it's a whole new ball game, but we're just so lucky like that this has happened and it's given us the opportunity to kind of, you know, like get better and to rise to the occasion and to hone our craft. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I know that we've just discussed that uh, the Europe tour had to be pushed for for whatever reason it may have been, um, and I know that you guys do have a bit of a full dance card throughout the year. But can we expect to see Mother Mother possibly down in Australia at any point? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it seems like there's some fans in Aus- in Australia, and we want to go to wherever anybody is is listening to us so that's definitely um in our sights and hopefully sooner than later that's awesome to hear that's very exciting i think there um yeah there are uh, quite a few fans uh uh, here in australia and i wonder for you guys with that newfound uh re-emergence of people jumping on board with the band is it kind of wild to find that after however many years you guys still can be um I don't want to say shocked, but like that there's still that element of cool. We're still covering new ground. We're still like, I guess, does it, yeah. Does it, does it give you that same rush that it did maybe a number of years ago? Well, it's different, right? Cause we're older. And so there's, it's, it's a different thrill. It's better in a way because, you know, we kind of thought that maybe connecting internationally was, uh, you know, something that wasn't going to happen after all these years. It's like, you know, you slog it out, as you say, for 15 years and you go, okay, you know, we didn't really penetrate the world. You know, we've done well in Canada. We, we have some fans in America and we can go to like London, you know, and play to 200 people. That's cool. But, you know, it, it didn't really happen. And so you kind of let go of that fate and you, you kind of move on with your imagination, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden you're, you're given that after you've let it go. And so that's better because in, in the process of letting go, you realize you don't, you don't need it. You don't need any, you just need to be healthy and alive and here and kind of spending your day as best you can 
But when you're young, you kind of like thirst for it. It's like <laughs> you, you think you need it. You think you need so much that you don't. And so I guess it's, I, I think it's better that it's happening, say now, after we let go of the idea um, versus when we were young and thirsting after the idea. That's very cool. I can, I can appreciate that. I think that's, yeah, that's very fair. With, um, with Inside, uh, we do have the deluxe edition out now, as we've said. I imagine that as, you know, the pandemic kind of keeps, we, it does seem like there's a, there's a light at the end at the moment, um, touch wood, but uh, obviously with peaks and flows, people still have kind of been inside and, and doing whatever. Can we expect any new music from the band possibly this year or maybe next year? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. This whole thing seems to have ignited a lot of creativity. Um, and, you know, I got a little studio and it's, it's pretty easy to like conceive of something, lay it down and then now distribute um, in a speedy fashion. It's, it's, it's so cool how the modern day has, has given us that um, expedited uh, gift with with creation and technology. So yeah, for sure. That's very exciting. I think um, I do agree with you on that last point that it one maybe silver lining of the pandemic was that we were forced to try new and different ways to kind of connect with one another. And it has sped up the technology to be able to um, facilitate new music or even things like this, where we can talk to one another. Um, totally. Ryan, uh, usually we would ask our guests what they're currently listening to, whether there's um, a album or a single EP, whatever it may be, that's kind of taking your fancy at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, a band called Turnstile, which I think British band. I believe um, so. Yeah, kind of like, I don't know, hardcore or something. Um, a little heavier, kind of punkier, super awesome. Um, I was just listening to this beautiful instrumental album. Um, what was it? What's it called? It, I forget the title, but the, the art of Pino Palladino and Blake Mills. Yes. Iteration of a note or something. Like I just started listening to it like this week and you know how you don't absorb the names. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. Um, what else? There's always more. Um, there's an Australian artist that I love. I just want to like go to my phone to like, <laughs> um, oh man, Julie, Julie uh, something. Uh, Julia Jacqueline. I might have it. Yeah. Julie Jacqueline. Yes. I love Julie Jacqueline. Yeah. I tried to, I'm not, I'm not sure if you can see the light. I am. Um, I tried to put out some records that I thought you might like, or that I got off the, the playlist for mother, mother. So there's a Julian Jacqueline record mm. just yeah, behind me. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. That one, that album crusher crushing. Yeah, cr yeah. Crushing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great record. Great record. Um, Ryan, thank you very much for your time today. I do appreciate it. Uh, congratulations again on inside and um thank you very much for being on the podcast thank you thanks for your time and your interest it was a great chat 
And that's our show. A massive thank you to Ryan Goldemon and Mother Mother for their time. Inside, the deluxe version is out now, and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the record or catch them on their American tour. We also want to give a huge shout out to Emily at Warner Music Australia and Rick at Warner Records in the US for both helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning, and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.